This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We get a lot of, you know, good support. Sure. And lately, Brian Kilmeade's been great. But even this morning, Brian Kilmeade was actually... That he's, he's actually changed. I you mean, still watch it a lot, then? I, I watch it, yeah. So that was from what, Allison? What was that... Oh, it was from an interview Trump did earlier in the week, but he he was singing your praises, Brian. You know the thing is, it makes me it makes me feel as though he thinks that if I agree with him, I'm doing great. If I disagree, I'm not. He just hates unfairness mm. because even when he was uh, mad at me, so I was like, he we'd still talk and we just disagree. I think that he should find a, a difference between disagreeing and not being fair. I mean, I I think it's a, the line has been so blurred. It has, but that's also how he rolls. But did you like that? I played that so we can press Jamie. Oh, I was honestly very Jamie impressed. Jamie here. Did you, you, when you, when you heard that, do you know him well enough now? I don't know your relationship with Trump, but I got some, didn't you guys get chills? In the other, I, I heard that and I went, that is so cool. He did yeah. throw in one, actually. He's right. actually pretty good. So, but it was a huge compliment. Right. But I was, I, it gave me, I was like, oh, that's really, that's really, how's that feel when you hear that? Uh, well, put it this way. I think it's good, but it also worries me a little bit because I'm just being me. We know he probably watches and we know he gets disappointed, but we disagree on a bunch of things. And I'm thinking when that comes up. Yeah. Like, for example, you know, the, um, you know, he came up one time and he just goes, well, George Bush lied about Iraq. And I go, no, he didn't lie about Iraq. I go, and I'll tell him like this. He's like. Well, Brian's being bad to me. I don't know what happened with you. I'm like, excuse me, I just disagree with you. I'm not being bad with you. So, like, you and I have not had a disagreement. Mm-hmm. But if it did, I hope it wouldn't hurt our relationship. If, if I have a disagreement with the president, it will hurt our relationship. I think that's, that's true. Right. Also, what I think of you won't affect, it doesn't affect anything. The country. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It won't affect the country as much. It doesn't affect much. the country, your right. career, nothing. It right. has nothing to do with it. I think a lot it would more be pressure. Because then I'd get, yeah, we keep calling Jamie to come in and do radio, nothing. <laughs> right? That'll be, that will affect my show and my yeah. future and ultimately my renewal. You're actually very good today on the radio. <laughs> um, <laughs> big change. Uh, big change for you the other day. Oh, you're great. That's, I thought that was really cool. I think that's cool. Right? Yeah. But I see what you're saying. So you think Trump. I'm did, just being myself. I'm not. Right. And the thing is, I, you know, I, I, I watch the other channels and I see they don't give them at all a fair shot. And what happened when he was president, Jamie, we didn't even know each other then. So let's say he goes out and he's, you know, he, Kim Jong-un, he's going to have a meeting with him. You know, he flies back and he, he had a, like a series of great interviews at the U.N. They start making progress on this China deal. Every time there was something, they'd be like, more revelations in the Mueller report, more revelations with Ukraine. That phone call is really coming. We got somebody else that stepped forward. Mm-hmm. Somebody else used to work there. Now they're writing a book. And I'm saying to myself, every time this guy did anything good, they're like, we're going to find something to pull it back. And it made it seem like Arthur Fiedler who mm. was not Arthur Treacher, who does fish and chips, but Arthur Fiedler was a great con- uh, conductor, that someone is doing that to make sure he doesn't get traction, and he still was en route to re-election. So that makes me, when I watch that, I go, I get it. And then when he like turns on our channel and he feels we're not giving him a fair shot, which is disagreeing, that's when he goes off. Because it does it hurt you more when a friend does something to you or a stranger? For, yeah, a friend. 
Friend, you're right. And I think when one of my favorite things Trump ever did was when I don't even know what they were asking him questions about. It could have been anything. But when he said, I'll go on your station and I will answer anything you want, but you cannot edit the feed. You have to air it as I speak because he knows they're going to. You could cut up anything we just said and make us both look bad. You could play anything, you know, and, and make it look a certain way. So I thought that was very brilliant. That made me feel like this guy just wants to be heard as he as he speaks. Right. You know. Uh, quick comedy question. Uh-huh. You got the debates. Mm-hmm. You got with the impeachment the, inquiry. You got you the election. You and Trump or the other stuff? Um, no, no, I mean Trump. Yeah, okay. not doing it. I think your disagreements. What, what, uh, you tell me how you're writing now on your uh, your Kindle. Yeah, it's a Kindle scribe. It's Kindle scribe. You might be selling it. Are yeah. you you selling it? You, People, that's how much you love it. Can I say something, Brian? I am in love with a girl now, and I'm in love with a Kindle scribe. No one wants to hear about either of them. <laughs> People are so. My phone has never gone to voicemail more. Than when I want to tell them about things. So I can't you, stop about it. Have you ever thought to yourself, what if she asked you to make a choice? How <laughs> are the, the Kindle scribe? It happen. Right. And then. Ooh, it's hmm, tough, man. Go to a commercial and think about it. <laughs> uh, so I'm saying when you're doing this, will you write stuff down off this knowing it's got a short shelf life? Is it even worth your time if you're not doing Gutfeld? I'm so glad you asked me that because I just started doing a – I don't think I would call it a residency. I think I would call it like a partial residency in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Laugh Factory Tropicana. So every two months I do a show, and I noticed after the – a lot of times comedians will do – I will do one hour for like a year. You work on a new hour. Then you put out a special. You do another one. But I noticed the second time I went – I was there two months ago. I, I walk in on the way in, and these people are like, oh, we saw you last time. Can't wait. So many people said we saw you last time. Uh-oh. I think to myself, i got to do a different show. And so I embraced it, and I yeah. decided to promote it as it's always different. If you, okay. you can come every two months for a year, and it will never be the same. And so I've been using joke like it's more current. And so now those jokes have the sh- the gut felt. I could do them on gut felt. I could do them in Vegas. And then we put them back on the shelf. So, yeah, and by the way, December, uh, this is your next appearance. Are you taking a long time off? December 9th, you're going to be in Idaho? Or are these just what you want to promote? That's just where I'm working near my girlfriend. Uh, that's my first theater, my first theater show. Oh, wow. So okay. I, have, I have other dates. So you could, you could order these tickets now? You can order these tickets now. Yeah, so uh, December 9th at Boise, Idaho. Uh, a link for the tickets is at Jamie's Instagram. Uh, other stops include Bloomington, Minnesota, Tampa, Gainesville, Orlando. Wow, Port Charlotte. You'll be in uh, Dana Beach or Dania Beach? Dania. So it's basically Miami. Uh, okay. Chicago, Illinois, Phoenix, and Sioux City, Iowa. So that'll be great. So I was give you, I'll give you an example. I was doing something. Michael Loftus has got this stage show. Yeah. And it, the first 15 minutes, uh, 10 minutes was on the balloon, the spy balloon. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, he goes, it would get killed. And he goes, well, the bad news is it's done. Right. Because the spy balloon wants it shot right. down, it's got a couple of days. And I'm wondering, at one point, you're like, you know, I need something that's going to last. Like, you got your divorce, you got relationships, you have a new relationship. Yes. That'll last. Yes, jokes are similar to my marriage. They don't last. And you have to, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's so true. I see guys sometimes, I, I'm blanking because I'm not a big sports guy, but there was this guy, there was this guy that was a, was a Chicago Cubs announcer, and he was really famous. Harry Carey. It was Harry Carey. And there was a guy that, his entire act <laughs> was a Harry Carey impression. Dead 15 years ago. I remember years when ago. he died, we're like, dude, clock's ticking on your whole act. <laughs> That's all he did. Right. Hope yeah. he has a 401k. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. But the clock does tick on, uh, we call them, you know, evergreen jokes, jokes that are about buying shoes or being in relationships as opposed to, but I think it's fun to do both. I love doing, I did a set this weekend, last past weekend in Vegas, where all I did was talk about Joe Biden for 45 minutes. And how much was written down? Like I 
I looked at some notes. I looked at some jokes I'd done on Gutfeld. But every joke is from the past month. All right. And as a comedian, it feels so good. It's a different part of your brain that comes up with a joke than recites a joke. So if you pull a joke that you've done a bunch of times, it's this part of your brain. You're almost like doing a speech that you've done over and over. But if you if you get that part of your brain where you wrote the joke, it's this energy and it's more fun. You don't know they might not laugh. You don't. I don't even know how to say it. I've never said it before on stage. Right. And so it's super fun. So do you worry too because? Uh, I don't know who is who we were talking to. Who was the comedian last week? He said to me, you know, I stay away from Trump jokes, and he's a big Trump supporter. Well, let's just say one of the last weeks, he's a big Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. He goes, but I stay away. He goes, because, and lets it's, yeah, I'm not going to say it. Because it gets it's, it's polarizing? Polarizing. He says that I'll get, gro- I'll get groans because some people will laugh, but if I have a third that's groaning, mm-hmm. I failed. I see. I hear what you say. I try to, um, Whenever I talk about comedy, I always feel like I'm not Dave Chappelle. Like, what do, what do I know? Like, but I find that, especially because now I get a lot of Gutfeld fans coming out, but sometimes their neighbor is liberal or whatever. So yeah, they bring, yeah, yeah. and I want them to have a good time too. So, when, like, if I do a Trump joke, for instance, like one of my, I don't, this is not hilarious, but it's a joke I did for a couple of weeks, was about when Trump did the thing and he wanted to go alive and he didn't want to be taped. And I, we, I was thinking, like, he's going to kind of be boring anyway because he's going to just say, I plead the fifth. It was one of those where everything they asked him, I know he's going to he doesn't want to say anything so he's going to say I plead the fifth I plead the fifth. And so I would do a joke like I wish to make it more exciting there were more things you there were options instead of saying plead the fifth. I wish there was like five things you could say. Uh, like if they go hey what you know did you were there top secret documents or I wish you'd go wouldn't you like to know. <laughs> like I wish there were like a few different op- to keep it fresh. Uh, I am so, Robert Yoga. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so you could do so sometimes I'll go that route. Right. Where I don't think people... That's what she said? Yeah, that's what she <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, just like to give something. It's like an intentional walk. Yeah. The go- catcher's going to stand up. He's going to put his mitt out. Can we just walk? Right. Right? So unless there's something else that could happen. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm sorry. That's a great point, though. Yeah. Uh, I want night- everyone to like me. The late night shows are coming back Monday. Uh, they have not been out. Mm-hmm. I remember other strikes. I remember when Jay Leno says, I'm going to write my own thing. It was a big deal because you know why? Uh, we were pulling cuts from the late night shows all the time. When they went on strike or they went on vacation, it kind of affected the show because yeah. we like to bump in with something funny. For the last three years, probably more, not, right? You even check it. Remember the Daily Show, John Stewart? Even if it was negative mm. on Fox, we'd, it's, we'd be funny. Right. Daily Show's dial tone. Now they literally have nobody. They're coming back Monday. What do you expect? Do you think anyone's going to come back and start going on both sides or it's still going to be... Trump's terrible. Look at his hair. I uh, can't believe he's running again. The indictments. Nothing will change. And what's funny is I am in the Writers Guild, and I'm also in the St- Screen Actors Guild, both of which were on strike, and I forgot that they were coming back. So I, to- I broke yeah, news I was to like, you. oh, that's cool. Like, it does not affect. So it didn't bother them that you are going Gutfeld, a non-union thing, and you're going on? It doesn't? I wondered if it's non-union, so I, I was in no way in breach of any kind of contract, or I wasn't. So, but... It's because it's non union. I guess I'm good. I decided to to ask. Uh, what do they say? Ask forgiveness, not per, not permission. That's what I decided to do. That's good. Like, just do it, and then if someone has a problem with it, it it affected only one thing in my life. We I might have mentioned this on your show before. We we wrote a sequel to the Animal, the Rob Schneider movie from the '90s, and we were supposed to shoot that six months ago. So the only thing it affected with me was. I, I'm a producer on that movie, and I have a little part, and so that got moved to next year. But that's all it affected my life. Didn't affect what I watch at night. Right. 
When you say producer, you, will you be on the set when your scene is is like the scenes that you're there? I may, you know, I I'll make like right. coffee or sandwiches, like whatever people want. Like, will you do um, a scene? You write a scene. You see the actors act it out. Will you like if they screw it up? Do you walk out there and go again from the top? <laughs> last time, not the way I wrote it. Like, do you have that side to you? I do. I don't. I don't <laughs> at all. And um, I I pitch jokes. That's it. Okay. I pit, like I'll go like can we I go hey we, maybe we do that a different way I got a joke for you right but for the most part I feel like the actors we get are way better than me oh. and so I don't even know <laughs> that's more the director's job so right. the director could say like hey I want that I just sit there I, I eat a couple snacks I drink Why do some I bother? sparkling water yeah. and <laughs> I go I pitch some jokes and sometimes I I'll stay sometimes I'm on set the entire run of a movie wow. I wrote for like months but this one I'm gonna do a few weeks in and now we got John Cleese coming we've we've been working with him a little bit recently how's he doing. So, He's isn't great. He, isn't he old? He's pretty old. He's doing live shows, though. But he's still great. He's doing live shows. He's crushing it. Yeah. He's as sharp as can be. He still sounds like John Cleese. Which is the best when he is. Yeah, quick quick plug, but he um, he did a movie we uh, I wrote with uh, Rob Schneider's wife uh, a couple months ago, and it's going to be, uh, it's called Daddy Daughter Trips Available, and I think all the Walmarts on December 4th, and Cleese is in that one, and he was, he killed it. He did great. I, I love this. Uh, and by the way, Jamie will not talk to me unless I have a show. Or radio show, but this is great conversation. I almost feel like in real life we could be friends and we wouldn't have any awkward moments. I want you to feel like that. Right. Remember we were getting coffee earlier and you tried to talk to me. I go, hey, where are the microphones? Exactly. I don't want to waste And this. that hurt a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. We're going to take a short time out and come back, and we're going to talk about something you thrive at, and that's relationships. I can't wait. Back in a moment. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it... <clears throat> A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. To see the high fives with mom, to see how, you know, Chiefs Kingdom was all excited that she was there, that was absolutely hysterical. And it was uh, it was definitely a game I'll remember. I know I brought all this attention to me, right? I'm the one that was, I did the whole friendship bracelet thing and, you know, told everybody how hurt I was that I didn't get to meet Taylor. You gotta shoot your shot. Yeah, you know what I mean? You miss 100% and you don't take, baby. <laughs> so that is Travis Kelsey talking with his brother, uh, the Eagles uh, offensive lineman, about dating. Uh, Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. So, and it's because such an uproar. Did you see Jamie Lasau? And we're going to get to your plug because I know that's all you're really here for. <laughs> so, um, did you see the ratings? Even though they were up 40 to 10, the ratings effectively like tripled when they saw her in the box. Is that right? And while watching the Chiefs game. And she's going to be at MetLife this weekend. And we're not even sure if the, we're not even sure. The American people are not sure if this relationship is more than a friendship. Wow. So, it, it, they're almost you? onto something. Like, the, we care so much. Yes. I can't watch two guys fight in a match unless I know their stories. Like, if you go, that guy Same was poor me. and he fought. This is a bit of, they're learning a little bit about TV, which is like, we want to know the backstory right. of some of these guys. Because we know them individually. Yeah. Uh, this guy wins two Super Bowls. Does, doesn't really, he does an interesting thing that I don't really do, but he shaves, but it's not too close. Okay. Like, he's got the shadow beard. All I like that. Makes him look tougher. And also, say he uh, loses... 89 to 0, they go, hey, he's got Taylor Swift, who cares? 
Exactly. He doesn't care. But that's not good for the team. No. All <laughs> right. If you're on his team and suddenly your best player doesn't care. That's true. Because he's got a pop star for a girlfriend. I worry about this. Right. I, think, I think he might not care as much about football. Right. And this is all people were talking about this weekend. And so I walk in on Monday and I say, oh, oh Taylor Swift was at the game. She's cheering a little bit loud for a guy that's up 30 points after he caught a three-yard touchdown. Yeah. She acted like she's never seen anything so crazy. <laughs> I'm like, this is a woman that sells out. Uh, Wembley Stadium, 110,000 people. Wait a second. That guy who's really strong with great hands just caught a pass from three yards away. I've never seen anything like this. Do you think he ever gets confused and he's in bed with her and he's like, Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> That's, but the, the, the only, I don't know the only problem with is. your premise I don't know anything about is football. he's a tight end. Damn it. Okay. Right. Again. All right. So she'd be mine. So the answer is no. Okay. I don't think this is happening. But are, but are, you, are you amazed that – because our lives are working out so well, I'm focusing on other people's lives. Uh-huh. Uh, are you are you amazed that someone that famous, attractive woman, diverse mm-hmm. who seems fun, is having trouble with a long term relationship? I I, I would not, I would have had a different answer if it was six months ago, but I I totally get it. I think that this is going to sound really. I think that love is so important, and I think when you're a Taylor Swift. I think sometimes the adulation you get from right. thousands and thousands of people does not fill that little little hole that a real person and real love fills. Like it's strangers versus someone you truly care about. And so I almost think it could be almost when she feels real love, she's like, wow, that's what that feels like. And so the long distance is tough. And also I have trouble now that I have a girlfriend. I'd love to ask you this question later, but I wonder if I should not say I have a girlfriend because I have some ladies that message me on Instagram. You know, I mean, you know, like an actor comes out and they go, oh, I'm gay and you're not supposed to because I don't right. I have some older fans, you know, that maybe I can ask you about that later. But I think that like that, you want to you want to, start to, want to the share. other way, that, like women, you shouldn't say go make it big deal that you're married because you want guys to think they got a shot at you. Exactly. And you want high ratings. Exactly. So how would I think and, that yeah. as much as I appreciate you deferring to me, shouldn't you ask her? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> I'm thinking like Brian says I should start stop to den- start denying I have a girlfriend. What's strange is she says I should never mention her. She's, really? Yeah. She was like, I think it's a fun thing that you're like the loser because on Gutfeld, like, oh, I never get, you know, the last thing you want is to see that picture of you and her because she's extremely attractive. Yeah. And she, yeah. She goes, you I think you should. She'll be I'll tell her later that I told talked about her on. And she was I told you to stop. Stop it. And I'm like, I can't. Hey, uh, Allison, as a, as a woman who's, by the way, also married, but I shouldn't say it on radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you like would you think less of Jamie if you thought he wasn't a loser? <laughs> I just think the jokes are totally different. The divorce right. jokes are amazing. But I mean, he is just like a little puddle for his girlfriend right now. So it's very cute. And the jokes will be very funny with that, too. But, but they, you know, he always goes on as the divorce guy whose pa- yeah. whose but family now, left him in Alaska. Brian, did you notice Jamie's wearing new shoes right now? He's not wearing his Crocs. Where do they come from? Right. Where they come made from? Some suggestions. <laughs> she did. So it's already had, some impact. Remember, I wore those Crocs on your show because it was I crazy. Did, I, I thought you had a desk. Can we be behind <laughs> it? <laughs> no, we saw them. Uh, and Jamie, the good thing you and Joe Biden want to get extra grip when you walk. That's right. Something you could be president. <laughs> Cutlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cutlow podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at Fox Business Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.